Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey guys, what you watching? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. What you watching? What, what you, you watching? What you putting your eyeballs you, on right you, now? You are you wondering why we're asking? I that? am. Thank you for asking if that's what I was wondering. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. As Colleen said, what you're watching, and I just thought it was a time to check in with the audience, yeah. find out what you guys are watching. I I know you're watching uh, half a dozen things. What's on the boob tube? What's on the boob Actually, tube? I'm really only watching one thing lately. The Turkish rom coms. Really honest or with you. Turkish uh, soaps. It's just one specific Turkish rom com that okay. is taking up all of my time Can, and energy. I would like to pull back the curtain on oh. Colleen's. Turkish rom-com <laughs> dedication because she is doing 10 things at once and every time I walk into a room <laughs> she watching. has a rom-com Turkish rom-com on so congrats thank so, you what's thank the name you. of your rom-com it's again it's called Erkenzi Kush it means early bird in Turkish oh. I am speaking Turkish uh, good night then that means good morning she's now fluent in uh, Turkish no I'm just fluent in you know a couple words sexy hot <laughs> Turkish actors um so, in addition to Turkish rom-coms, mm-hmm. um, we want to know what else you're watching, 651-641-1071. And I literally just had this thought because this weekend I started a series that a f- friend recommended, and it is literally, like, it's just, don't think too hard about it. Mm-hmm. If you need a good, like, it's like Downton Abbey for World War II with Norwegians and Kyle MacLachlan. Okay. I mean, it so, sounds great. So it's called Atlantic Crossing. Now, I know a lot of people probably are already watching this, and they're like, yeah, where have you been? Because I think it's about eight episodes in. It's currently happening, you know, weekly on PBS. Oh, that's interesting. A weekly show. I know. Like, what? what's <laughs> that? You only watch one of those. Two, um, two of those. It's on Masterpiece, so it's Sunday nights. You yes. know, which, uh, like, again, That Downton occupies Abbey, your Downton space. Right? Um, but it is the story of, and it's a story based on, Real events. You don't say. Which I love. And the whole time I'm like, I didn't know any of this. It's about the Norwegian royal family during mm-hmm. World War II. Do they speak in a Norwegian accent? Yash. No, they speak in Norwegian. It's got subtitles. But they've also really? they've also got um American actors because part of it takes place in the United States with none other than dun da da Franklin Roosevelt oh. as played by Kyle McLaughlin. Okay, thank you. Because I wanted to oh, know. Oh, that's kind of good casting. I thought you were trying it to tell me that is. he yeah. plays Norwegian, and I was yeah. very impressed. He comes in as the Swedish chef. No. <laughs> and he actually says lutefisk. Oh, well, Yeah, because he's like, don't try to get me to eat none of that lutefisk. He calls it lutefisk. I don't know. Maybe that's the real Norwegian way of saying know. it. But, but um, yeah. it's all about this, like, 
I don't even want to tell you because I don't want to ruin it because uh, the friend who told me about it gave me a little bit of a heads up. So the whole time I'm like anticipating this thing and I don't want to do that for the audience. So I won't. But what I will say is it's about the Swedish or uh, Norwegian, not Swedish. Thank you. Very different. Although the crown princess is like the niece of the king of Sweden. um, And that is a part of the story. And the king of Sweden. I bet. Is that some tension right there? I'm just saying the king of Sweden. Mm. Okay. Not going to be your favorite person. Really? I mean, he had an old friend. His old friend's name was Adolf Hitler. Oh. I'm just going to leave it there. Anyway. Say no more. The the There is a, this, like, there's a, a surprise story. I will just leave it like that. But again, I watched, I'm, I'm like four episodes in. It's great. If you need a good, like, don't, it's not like, but you know, like Downton Abbey, right? Right. Like, Lots of you're going to cry. You're not going to think too hard, but you're going to be sad. And you're also going to see some really great castles and um, and Norway fancy outfits. Yeah. Duh. Fancy. Uh, What you watching? Let's go to the phones. We've got Megan on the line. Hi, Megan. Hello. Hi, Megan. uh, What you watching? Um, I'm Disney Plus right now. I'm watching Game Changer. And the Mighty Duck one, or yeah, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, and then Big Shot, which is starring John Stamos. Oh, they're both yeah. And let me just say that John Stamos has or is aging quite well. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and they're good. And the game Mighty Ducks one, you know, it's kind of nostalgic back to the original movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm also going back on Amazon Prime and watching all the seasons of psych which is just kind of fun and lighthearted. yeah yeah thank you for reminding us that 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 was even a thing thank you megan um that is i do love you know that's i feel like we're we've sort of cycled through this during the past year this going back and rediscovering shows that already aired a while ago and maybe maybe it was when you watched all the way through maybe it was one that you started watching and then fell off of but people are rediscovering these shows oh, yeah. and and watching them I feel all like, the way you know, again. It's weird. Even with the pandemic, we were doing that before um, because I just think even though there's so much TV, it it's nice once in a while right. to revisit something that you can, you kind of know what to expect or mm-hmm. it's a known quantity. Yeah. Yeah. Nostalgia. Especially when there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. Right. Uh, let's go to Maria. Uh, it, Maria. Hello, Maria. Maria, what you watching? I am watching Escape to the Chateau. Oh, okay, yes. I have caught a couple episodes of this, and I love this show. It's a great show. I want to go stay there. Right? Right. So tell tell everybody kind of what the premise is of this show. It's a British couple that were vacationing in France and decided they wanted to move there, and they bought a chateau. It's like 45 rooms, and they're redoing it all. And it's now it's insane. like a wedding venue, yeah. and you can stay overnight there. And they're just the sweetest couple. Thank you for your call, they are Maria. An adorable couple. I watched the episode where they bought like a food truck, and they were retrofitting it so it could become their bar truck. And it's you know it's got like everything that you want. It's got uh, you know a historic chateau. Yeah. It's got France. Yeah. It's got a little bit of British. Yeah. It's got like. Home improvement, like if you're into that kind of situation. Oh, for sure. Um, and then there's just, they're just like it's, a lovely couple. Well, and everybody, like not everybody, but the people watching, I imagine, of the people watching, the majority of them, 
you know, you you spend a lot of the time going, what would I do? Right. Where would I put this? Mm-hmm. How could I do this? Would mm-hmm. I do this? Yeah. I don't know. What? It's yeah. And it makes you dream about doing the oh, same ding sure. dang thing yourself, which yeah. you guys. Although it's you're a grateful lot of work. for at the same time, not have actually having to do the work because every morning they wake up and they do physical labor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I. Nope. Uh, let's let Margie have the last word real quick. Hi, Margie. Margie, what are you watching? Well, I'm also watching the Atlanta Crossing, but I hate to burst your bubble, Bradley, because that was the last episode about the, the Roosevelt and the Norwegian princess. Uh, yeah, but um, I'm only four in, but there's like eight episodes, aren't there? Oh, yeah, there's eight episodes. Okay. And I'm calling also because I'm watching it because I lived in Norway several times, and so... Uh, I knew some of the history, but not a lot of it. But they are so authentic in that she is really speaking Swedish because she's from the Swedish line. Oh. And then his father actually was Danish because the Norwegian country didn't have a king for 500 years. And so they uh, adopted a Danish one when they did get a king. Yeah. And then the guy who's playing, you know, the... The, pr- the prince, he uh, speaks Norwegian. But oh, my gosh. Anyway, I, I've been consulting with my uh, friends who've also lived in Norway, and it's like, so did Roosevelt really play snuggle bunnies with the princess? Because I wonder what the royal family really thinks about this, because um, I've been trying to look on Google, and as far as I can see, he was infatuated with her. So I think, you know, it's, as it says, inspired by true events. Yeah. So it's not necessarily no, you definitely... Altruist. You definitely learn a lot about history. Thank you, Margie, Thanks, for your Margie. call and uh, for no spoilers. geeking out with Bradley yeah. on that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I can tell you something we're not going to be watching. Kevin Spacey's next project. Oh, oh. God. Oh. But somebody is. Oof. If they him. want to. It'll be him. We'll talk about what Kevin Spacey is up to after this on my Talk 107.1. Just wrapped up talking about all the things that we are watching. And I can tell you one thing we're not going to watch on the Colleen and Bradley show, my Talk 107.1. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And that is Kevin Spacey's new project. So I knew he would try to make a comeback. Yes. In fact, I remember having this conversation when we first saw him go away. It was like, well, it's only a matter of time because the world has has a very short attention span that Kevin Spacey would be trying to make a comeback. And as uh, most of the legal actions against him have sort of like played out in court um, to no consequence that I'm aware of anyway, Mm -hmm. not to say that there won't be at some point in the future, but as those possibilities increasingly seem to disappear, it then becomes increasingly more likely that he will reappear. And lo and behold, over the weekend, we were made aware of a new project and um, I didn't see this coming and we have to talk about it because it's that it's weird. Okay. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. So he landed his first post scandal role that will change your life forever. I just, I'm, I'm a little bit stuck there. Like I don't even, without even knowing the project, I'm stuck in the space that somebody thought, you know, it'd be great for this role. Kevin Spacey, what's oh. he up to? Oh, nothing. Well, just oh. wait until I tell you what the role is. Mm. Oh. Okay, so he is going to play a character in a movie called Luomo Che Diseño Dio, or The Man Who Drew God, which will investigate accusations of pedophilia against a blind artist. Do you want to know? He's going to play the pedophile. I mean, I don't know if that's the role he's going to play, but he's <sighs> he's he took a role in a movie 
about false allegations of pedophilia. Now, that is awkward for us to talk about because, of course, one of the people that uh, credibly accused Kevin Spacey was 14 Mm -hmm. at at the the time time of the alleged assault. And that is the actor Anthony Rapp, Mm -hmm. currently starring in... Star Trek Discovery, which is a great show, and I highly recommend it, Paramount Plus. Well, thank you for that endorsement. Um, He deserves some uh, free advertising. But he, again, alleges that Kevin Spacey laid on top of him, among other things, at the age of 14, Mm -hmm. uh, to which Kevin Spacey has denied that, of course, uh, but he has faced dozens of allegations. Dozens! Yeah. Um, And... It's just like I was like, okay, it doesn't surprise me that he's going to get back into, you know, uh, acting. And in fact, this this project, I don't know if it's like a foreign project, meaning it's not based in the United States. I mean, I'm assuming because it's by um, it's going to he's going to be co-starring with Vanessa Redgrave. But her husband is an Italian director. Oh, I just feel like they're friends with him. It would not surprise me if the financing Uh, for this movie came from Italy Italy or Spain or or someplace like that. Or the United Arab Emirates, Dubai. And I say that because that those are locations where people like Woody Allen find. Yes, problematic actors and directors Mm -hmm. who aren't allowed to work in the United States. And again, you have to believe that a person like... Um, Kevin Spacey believes that, you know, these people are not going to stop him from doing what he was, you know, put on this earth to do, which is to act. Well, now, according to a source at Vulture.com, Kevin Spacey is going to be doing a cameo as a police officer in this movie. A cameo? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look, it's Kevin Spacey. Look who showed up, you guys. Okay. Kevin That's Spacey. Nasty. Like, he's doing a cameo like the latest Naked Gun But see, franchise. that is a straight-up favor from somebody who's like, you, you, we'll get you back in. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But again, I know. is this Weird the project choices. you run toward? Weird choices. When you've been credibly accused of laying on a child? I mean... You and I, who are relatively rational humans... Well, yeah, depending on the topic. ...would see that. But you also have to remember, I mean, this is... He exists in a world where he he believes that he's fully innocent. Yeah. Like, there's some strange narcissism there. And he does this weird thing where he tiptoes close to whatever it was he did or what he's been accused of. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts doing and then you know acts like it wasn't wrong (laughs) or 
Can I read you the summary of this movie on oh, IMDb? God. Okay. Please. The rise and fall of a blind artist who has the extraordinary gift of making true-to-life portraits just by listening to human voices and of becoming a TV junk star. A fable on the need to rediscover the miraculous powers of dignity in a world where media's noise has solved the problem of man's imperfection simply by removing the problem itself. Sounds like a very Italian film. Mm-hmm. Somebody Also sounds like uh, Kevin Spacey's Diary. Parts of it. I'm just Ugh. saying. Ugh. Yeah. So um, I don't know what Vanessa Redgrave was thinking. Yeah, that's um, super awkward. Also, I was excited to see that she's still doing things, right? Because you know, Vanessa Redgrave, man. Um, where has she been? Does she live in Italy? I mean, is this? I don't know. Like her thing? That's a great question. Are we gonna not be able to see this? I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming we'll be able to see it. It's just that it won't be probably distributed here, right? Yeah. Like, you'll probably be able to stream it, but I don't imagine that your local Cineplex Odeon is, is going <laughs> to be more carrying like Cineplex this. Odious. <laughs> uh, Vanessa no. Redgrave is actually pretty busy these days. Is she really? Oh, How yeah, is she? Um, she is. Holly's just, you know, Holly and Vanessa go way back. Yeah, Yeah. tell us what she's up to. Text her. What we're doing right now is forcing Holly to Google. She's 83. Okay. Yeah. So she has lots in post-production and pre-production. So she's busy. She's a gal on the go. All right. Mm -hmm. What were you saying, Bradley? I miss her sister. Yeah. Lynn. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. I, she was just such a great actress yeah. and um, like kind of uh, like when I was a kid, like she was everywhere. Yeah. Lynn Redgrave. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know what else is everywhere? Celebrities behaving badly. D-bags. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them when we come back on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we have a name for them, and that name is... D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Is your D-bag Bradley? E! Oh. Just the one letter. (laughs) Today's D-bag is the letter D. No, E. Uh, And that stands for E News. Hi. What do they do now? Well, I mean... Just being themselves? Yeah, no, actually, okay. There's a a literal headline that uh, I selected... For the purposes of this segment, quote, Jennifer Lawrence and her husband, Cookie Maroney, that's Cook, Maroney twin in rare outing together. Let me read that again. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence and her husband, Cook Maroney twin in rare outing together. Do you want to guess where my mind went? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um. So... Jennifer Lawrence and her husband, yeah. Cook Maroney, twin. Yep. So they were dressed alike? Yeah, which we'll get to. Okay. In rare outing oh, together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not rare. They actually go out all the time. It's just that this time they called you and invited you to watch. E, online news, thank you very much. I follow the tabloids, unlike you, apparently. Mm-hmm. And I uh, have seen these two out actually since... Um, Last year, mm-hmm. I feel like, and this year, 
mm-hmm. remember? And the story at the time, which I think was um, last summer, wasn't mm-hmm. it last summer that we first saw them together, like in New York, having food together or this fall? I actually, yeah, it was recent because mm-hmm. when that, when those pictures came well, out, the headline was rare yeah, outing. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you know, we've already done the yeah. rare outing. This we've isn't actually rare by the like third or fourth time that they're actually doing the thing and you're paying attention to it. That tells me it's anything but rare. Right. Rare would be Celine Dion and Ronald McDonald. Enjoy lunch al fresco in rare outing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That would be rare. Rare. Yeah. This is just commonplace. Yeah. I mean, and and frankly, it's literally just them walking. Always. Like, it's always just them walking. Well, yeah. Unless they're having dinner together, right? Like they mm-hmm. were having dinner together, sitting at a table. And it's part of this whole, we've talked about it on this show. Um, it's part of this whole rehabilitation experience that's happening currently with jennifer lawrence like she's got some projects if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. there's a reason that we're seeing her show up it's not like celebrities don't just you know like somebody's always watching and waiting and like oh jennifer lawrence you know like she was was she hiding no it's just that she has given paparazzi a heads up or people are paying attention or giving tabloids a reason to pay attention when they do show up in public. That's the only, I mean, if a celebrity wants you to see them, you will know about it. This is not rare. And if they don't want you to see them, it's perfectly possible for them to go out and about and do their thing without. You don't say. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, um, did you see um, Kay Ballard? Is she still alive? Holly? I... (laughs) I don't think so. I think I she is. What a Actually, she is. is. Isn't she Kay Ballard? No, she passed away in 2019. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Watch Sorry The Mother's Law. Loss. Two seasons. It's really, it should have, it was produced by Desilu Productions. Uh, anyway, moral of the story is, my point is, there are so many celebrities that you're not familiar with that are walking right now as we speak in right. outdoor spaces. In places. Without. And nobody's taking pictures. You don't And say. it's not rare. Also, the second line of trajectory, it is not just E uh, that is taking the bait on this. Apparently, the Daily Mail also noticed that and, and then like called it out like it was a thing, that they're twinning. Okay, so that was going to be my next. I wanted to go there because my question would be the following. Do you feel a little bit trolled by them? Because I I guarantee you those two put those outfits together because they knew if they were quote twinning that yeah. was going to get also, them it's some lazy attention. Twinning. She's wearing a white shirt and they're both wearing khaki pants. Yeah. Not the same. So like if you're going to twinsies, yeah. at least have the wherewithal to wear the exact same twinsies outfit. Although, but they both have like a gold chain yeah. on. Both have um they're carrying something. Mm. They're both wearing shoes. They have sunglasses they on. They both have hair. Yeah. Mm. They're but, both walking with arms. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say they're both showing their wedding rings, but that's her right hand. But still, I mean. Well, he's just like flashing his wedding yeah. They're both right showing there. wrists. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. And teeth. And, oh. and foreheads, yeah. which is, I mean, not you many people do that. You know what they say what? when you show matching foreheads? What? I don't. Do they say that? No, no, they don't. <laughs> anyway, it's just it's it's a lazy like, hey, 
let's put on clothes and go out and make stuff happen. Although yeah. accidental twinning does happen sometimes. For sure. Yeah, but this Absolutely. is not accidental twinning. No, this is not accidental twinning. And to your point, that does happen sometimes, especially in couples, right? You, you're like... Did the two of you not check your outfits before you walked out the door? But it happens. And if you do, like, zoinks, walk into each other on your way out the door and recognize the same outfit, one of you usually changes something to the to the um you know walk-in closet and choose something else but what is interesting to me is that this feels very manufactured yeah like you know and you know you need look no further than a publicationship of your that is now defunct and is a zombie publicationship volms that was every headline for the two of them. They were very coordinated, right? Like she, you know, they were very like aware of each other's clothing choices. And so every time there was an article about the two of them out walking, that was the headline. Mm -hmm. They were coordinated. And so something about this smells like she saw an opportunity because there is no more Volms. And she was like, I want to be the twinning couple. And now they're twinning. (sighs) Twinning. Do you want to know who my D-bag is? Well, of course. It is uh, Machine Gun Megan Fox. Kelly. Kelly Fox. Megan Megan Kelly. So wait, both of them? Or are you just picking Machine Gun Kelly? It's both of them. Okay, what Um, happened? So the two of them showed up at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards. Of course. And they walked the red carpet and um, he stuck his tongue out which he has painted black for the evening as part of his outfit i don't know that's a thing i did not note coordinated tongue megan licked his tongue on the red carpet of course she did and that's she's such a like rocker yeah lady so i just want everybody who's asking the question why would he paint his tongue black oh god the answer is are you okay over there it's fine i'm emotional uh the answer to that is because of this he painted his tongue black <laughs> so that he would have an excuse to stick it out, preferably in or near his girlfriend's mouth. Did also, he, her outfit nasty. is Thank barely you. her outfit is barely there. I mean, it's she, these two are trying so hard. Yeah. I am so glad that I am past that stage in my life. Mm. Um, mostly because just the thought of walking through a public space with that outfit on. Gives me hives. Oh, yeah. All of it. You mean her outfit or his? Hers. Oh, okay. Well, his too. I'm Both just saying hives. Pretty. Like, it yeah. would give me hives because, like, to walk through space with that much hanging of my body hanging out, yeah. which is, mm. oh, no. no. It's cold. You know right. it's cold. Well, it's not comfortable at all. No. Right? The like, you sit down, something is falling out that mm-hmm. shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And then it's like he, like, sucked on a, I don't know, Aren't there like candies that like make your mouth like turn one color? Sure. Yeah, he apparently had this painted on, and maybe they wanted like, us to what? see that. I don't know. He waterproof used a, paint. A Q-tip that was in the Instagram story. I just okay. I thanks. find the two of them to be a lot, a lot, a lot, well, a lot. I also think they don't look happy. Can I just throw that on the table? I think they don't look happy with each other. I think they are so like attention desperate um 
But it's rock and roll, man. It's rock and roll, is man. It? You're not supposed to be happy. My shirt is untied and I'm sticking out my tongue no. on the red carpet of the, <laughs> the punk rock billboard music awards. And then I'm going to put yeah. my hand by my yeah. crotch and stick so, out my tongue. So punk. <laughs> Can I also just say, my one of my, a fun thing to do if you ever need a YouTube uh, rabbit hole to fall down Go just watch videos of couples on, or not even couples. It doesn't have to be couples. People on the red carpet. Yeah. Watch video of it though, because watching people pose is hilarious. It is so unnatural. I watched a video of um, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas yeah. posing yesterday, and you just—it's so—it's so awkward. It's just very awkward to watch and mildly amusing. You have to constantly change your pose. That's what they do. And yeah. it's like they're acting things out, right? Like at one point, I'm trying to remember. Like, oh, I'm surprised face with duck lips. So I was wondering because they looked at each other. Sad face with duck lips. The two of them do not have any chemistry, meaning Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Yeah. They just have no chemistry. But when they joined together on the red carpet, because you had to do them solo and then you have to do them together. Like they had a tasteful kiss. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she sort of like I was I was analyzing their body language. Oh, because you're a body of, language expert. I am. She sort of like leaned into it, which just felt a little desperate to me. And then you know they did a couple shots where they like changed their pose, but then he turned and looked at her in the eye. And as I was watching it, I was thinking, would a normal couple do that? No, they did that only because the cameras it was not because yeah. it was not a way of like checking in on each other no, hey love how you doing luke's. yeah they were serving luke's yeah as you say yeah i mean it's, that's that's their job man yeah. they're professional luke servers um speaking of professional luke servers thank you um for your duck lips bradley um, <laughs> i don't know what holly's doing holly looks like she has <laughs> i'm working on gastrointestinal lips <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, somebody who actually, for a living, serves Luke's, Sam Escari. Oh, yeah. Boyfriend. He's, I'm looking at that. Boyfriend of uh, Britney Spears. Uh, Variety Magazine, or Variety, not, is it, do they call it Variety Magazine? Just Variety. Just Variety. Just variety. Did, yeah. uh, did a piece on Sam Asghari, because, you know, he's got a big, bad acting career now. Um, and they're pretty serious, so that's kind of amazing that they've singled him out. But uh, they did a little profile on Sam Asghari, and I hope you have some eye rolls ready. Oh, get them ready. Get them ready, uh, because we're going to tell you about them right. after this on my Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And um, if I say the name Sam Asgari, is that familiar to you? Oh, for sure. Because he is Britney Spears' right hand man. Mm-hmm. Bestie, boyfriend, BFF. Yes. They we see them popping up a lot on her Instagram. Not so much his. That's a whole different story. But apparently he's actually an actor and has been for quite some time. Um, and Variety decided to do a little profile on him because he is going to be showing up in uh, a four, I think, four different episodes of Showtime's comedy Black Monday, which debuts on Sunday. He's going to have a role that recurs in that show. 
Now, he apparently also was in HBO Max's Hacks. Um, which Did you watch that, Bradley, or did Holly no, did? No, uh, I have not watched it. I heard, though, that he was in Hacks, mostly because Gene Smart is in Hacks. Right. And I love Gene Smart. And then when I saw that Gene Smart and Sam Asgari were in the same show, I was like, what's going on? What yeah, he's playing sexy Santa. I mean, he's... Not ugly. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's easy on the eyes. Yeah. He has a lovely physique mm-hmm. that he clearly works works on. But, you know, we don't get to hear a lot from Sam Asghari other than through Britney Spears, Right. And so I thought, okay, well, what is it? I want to read about this guy. I want to see what makes him tick. I want to get to know him in this profile. And I just thought you'd want to hold on to your eyeballs because there's some eye-rolly moments. And what I've learned about Sam Asghari is Sam Asghari is very, very interested in one particular person. Britney Spears? Sam Asghari. Oh! He really... Well, he's in the right city. ...thinks well of himself. Yeah. You're right. That's true. So he says, uh, among the things that he says, you know, he was asked about um, kind of the genres that he wants to work in. Sure. And he says, action is something I want to do. Action, drama, thriller, that's a, a genre I really want to get into. But if you can do comedy, you can do anything. So he's congratulating himself on his ability to do comedy as he'll like, be doing oh, in this new I just, show. You know, I got this comedy thing all wrapped up, but right, so like I can to do get anything. into the action-y stuff. Yes, but if you can do comedy, you can do anything. Um, he said uh he he's going to take credit for his hairstyle in this show Black Monday. I know this because again I follow him on Instagram and he's very interested in his hair of late. Well, he wants to take credit for that. He says, uh, "We knew from the start we were going uh, that there were I was going to be on a couple episodes from the producers. I got great feedback that I had great comedic timing and great improvisation. I said, why don't you guys do my hair curly?" The hair was just so funny. Yeah. I it's funny? I mean it just looks like he but, has curly but hair. But he does such great improvisation and mm. the feedback from them is that he's so good at it and so he wanted to extend that to the hair. Holly, you watched Hacks? Yes. What how what would you say of his acting? I didn't even know he was there. Oh. I only noticed yeah, that's not what you want to hear as an actor. <laughs> I only noticed Sam Asghari when the credits were rolling and his oh. name blipped by. And I was to like, f- well, where what the heck was he in to, that? And to be I fair, know. it sounds like this other role is maybe a little meatier. Yeah, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, he does. He does talk, though, about his uh, his time on Hacks as, quote, sexy Santa. He says everybody that looks like a model or a good looking person is usually not a good actor. That's the perception. But the truth is, I've been acting since back in high school. I was doing theater and arts. I was doing Shakespeare, you know, Macbeth, Hamlet. And right now, I'm getting the opportunity to do it as a profession rather than a hobby. I mean, you know... He doesn't um, want to do something that is that is sexy. He wants to be taken seriously. Well, I mean, 
I, I kind of feel like he's going down. He's already f- like halfway down the sexy road based on just his Instagram alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. You would indicate that maybe the sexy part is a bigger priority. So that seems a little disjointed. Yes. His statements. Which is little... what's really interesting because he's really trying to push all these other genres that he believes he would do very I, well. I do imagine, though, like you can. Oh, yeah. Can I give you one more where he compares oh, sure. himself to some other people? Yeah, by all means. Um, he was asked, what's your ultimate acting goal? He said, I want to get into blockbusters. I want to get into TV the shows that get video on store. <laughs> yeah. There's only one left. Uh, I want to get into TV shows that get on Netflix and become fan favorites. My ultimate goal is to really become a well-rounded actor. Okay. Here's how he's achieving that right now. I'm doing a lot of MMA training. I'm doing a lot of gun and stunt training to be a well-rounded actor, such as Tom Cruise. Oh, go right to the top. Such as Jason Statham. Like I said, I want to do action, but I want to be able to do drama as well. This you, is my craft, and I want to accomplish it 100%. No shame in, in like, you know, telling the universe what you want. I will say, it sounds very similar to someone else mm. who talks about their career who puts big things out there um we just talked about this person Farrah abraham yes doesn't yeah, it it's like, a little again the words Fabra- sound fair abrahammy it sounds very like what's the word like he read a book that's like Say the things out loud that you want yeah. to achieve then you will attract them to manifest you. it manifest it it's less like it's just very blunt. Yeah. The way he's like, I want to get to this point. Right. Which, I mean, again, no shame in that game. But I feel like maybe that's not like you don't go from like sexy Santa to Tom Cruise. To Mission Impossible. Right away. Mm-hmm. I think that there's going to take a because I mean, Tom Cruise did. I don't I mean, he was like. What was Tom Cruise's first role? It wasn't risky business. Was it risky business? No, I don't think it was. But that was the first. That was his one. breakout role yeah. for sure, or one of them. Yeah, yeah, he had many. Oh, because he was in the Outsider. Yeah. yeah, he had lap Santa roles. Yeah, but that like that's yes. decades. <laughs> yes, yeah, th- those were forty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, great on visualization. Yeah, let's work on achievable bite but here's the thing that i'm sorry i don't know why i feel like i need to give him like advice, advice as if i know advice. anything sam sit down we have some advice I for don't. you to be clear but here's the thing this is my big takeaway from this is <laughs> Brittany, girl he's not into you he's into the position oh which oh, well, yeah, I mean, we talked about the fact that the rumors are that he this is a role he's currently playing. Yeah, the role of her yeah. partner. It just it just all sort of smells like this is a guy who's super focused on his career, and I'm not saying he shouldn't be. I'm just saying it seems like the relationship with Britney Spears oh. is an avenue to oh for sure recognition yeah. and attention, yeah. and it was a career move. And well, um, I, I he just sounds like somebody who's really how, concerned with himself. What's the origin story? The alleged meeting? He was in a video of hers. That's right. Right. That's right. So, and there's like a story, and they don't ask a lot about Britney in this interview. They probably were told not to, but one of the things uh, that is asked of him is a, the story 